This is the Business English Podcast, episode 170. Should you say what for in business English? Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Aubrey, what's shaking? Oh, well, I met with a guest who might come on the IELTS Energy podcast, which was fun. What for? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what for? How would you Not even great. respond to that? I know I made Lindsay respond that way, guys, because we're talking about why you should not say what for at work. <laughs> and hopefully you guys felt it in that little fake mini role play. Did it, I sound like a teenager? <laughs> a whiny yes, teenager? <laughs> I like a kid. What for? <laughs> like there's no level of respect, you know, or there's no context for needing the answer. It just feels sort of accusatory. Oh my gosh. At some point we're going to be in the corporate world. We have to not sound like a teenager. It's yeah. I mean, th that's the goal of today's episode, guys. This is kind of a what not to do episode. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're going to make some good recommendations and I bet there are even better ones out there that you guys have heard. And so we're going to ask you at the end to share them with us on YouTube. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And this is a follow-up, guys, to an All Ears English episode 2072, where we talked about this expression, what for, and some grammar for the preposition for. It's not like you can't ever say it. Sometimes it's very fun, right? If mm -hmm, you're sure. in an informal conversation with a friend and they share something, oh, what for, right? But it's different yeah. at work. It's different. And that the tone of voice also sounded very different. What you just said, it sounded very supportive, totally Friendly. different. So sometimes we say that things flow nicely between work and social life or uh, work and family life. In this case, it really doesn't. This is a hard line where if you say this thing at work, it will be quite rude yeah, <clears throat> and it'll make you sound just immature, right? Yes. It's just much too informal. Think of it as slang, sort of a slang phrase, right? It does mm -hmm. sound sort of young and sort of and it, even with a friendly tone it's just what like why would you ever say why even in a friendly tone in this way at work you just wouldn't right yes for sure for sure a lot of this is going to depend on your organization your manager the structure of your company the hierarchy so we're going to get into all this today aubrey but first what should our listeners do if they don't want to miss a single Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday episode over here on business? Yes, be sure to hit follow, guys, wherever you find your podcast. Search All Ears English and you'll see ours with the yellow background. And yes. be sure you're following the Business English podcast so you never miss an episode. And also All Ears English, if you missed 2072, the grammar mm -hmm. for what for, you missed a really cool episode. So be mm -hmm. sure you're following both our, our podcasts. Yeah, it's super easy to find that other podcast, guys. Just open that search bar, right? Where you're listening, you can do it right now. It'll pull up All Ears English podcast and hit follow. Cool. Okay, let's go deeper into this, Aubrey. Why is it so bad when someone... It's This is really about 
when someone assigns you a task, right? That's how I'm imagining it. Is that is that yeah. how you're well, imagining it? Here's no. the thing that I, oh, I was God. thinking about this a lot as I planned this episode, right? Because sometimes at work, you do need to ask why. Like yes. you need more context about something. You need to understand maybe why a deadline has to be a certain, because I, I need to know how important is this? Do I need to push other things? I need to know my priorities. Sometimes you need more information. But totally. the way we ask why can be respectful and professional. Or like you said, Lindsay, it can be immature or accusatory. Like the way in which we ask why and then the information we give, like, oh, I, I need to share why I'm asking why. I can't just be like, why? When I'm told, <laughs> you know, assigned a task or, or given a deadline, right? There yeah. are better ways to ask why. I mean, it's really don't say why and don't say what for. Both exactly. are Both. bad. Just don't bad, just bad, say bad. Why. <laughs> Right. Um, and I think this comes back to, this is another example of like things need to be already, the groundwork has to be already prepared beforehand. So I think it is kind of on your manager or your boss to give you some context. That's why team meetings here at Allers English, we have team syncs four for times sure. a year. We understand what are our priorities. When we assign tests, we try to prioritize things as much as possible. Um, that context is kind of on someone higher up in the company to give to you in a way, or it's on you to seek it out, to ask questions. Hey, what are we going for right. this quarter? What's important if you're not getting that automatically? Right. So That's by the time you the get goal. the assignment, yeah. The ahead of time, right? When it's assigned to give all the context, all the information, all the background that's needed. But we recognize we're all busy professionals and we might yeah. drop the ball. We might not provide quite mm -hmm. enough detail, quite enough context. So it's like you said, Lindsay, then it's on the person being assigned to ask if needed. But we also have to have the vocabulary in order to be able to do that without just saying why. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yes, exactly. So why don't we give our listeners three, uh, three or four, I guess, three examples of what would be better. Now, these aren't perfect, right? Um, they're never perfect because it depends on how you deliver it. So much is the delivery. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. And with these phrases, they really couldn't be asked in a vacuum because often, no yes. matter how you phrase it, if you're asking why, without mm. sharing why you need to know, it's yes. still like we're all busy. You can still imagine a manager getting the question and just being frustrated. Like, I have a million things to do. I cannot, I can't yeah. give you the whole big picture every time, right? But if yeah. we then make sure that it's clear why we need to know in order to accomplish the task better or more quickly, then it's understandable. Like, okay, yes, definitely. I need to get you those details. Well, and also before we go into this piece of career advice, if you guys feel like you're working in a place where you never get these answers, you're just being given task, 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 and you don't know how it connects to a larger goal, you don't feel there's any meaning behind it, maybe look for a new job because then it just doesn't, there has to be meaning, there has to be some context to some extent, right? Yes. Otherwise, what are we doing? if you're asking these questions and ma being made to feel like you shouldn't be or you don't mm. need to know, right? If the answer is, oh, this is a need to know basis and you don't need Ooh. to know or something like that, then you're not being respected as a member of the team. You're not being respected. Yeah. Or you could be working at like an insider trading place as well. So. Right? <laughs> don't ask. Joke, just joke. make just the trade. Yeah, just, just do it. You don't need to know why. <laughs> I started watching billions about insider <laughs> trading. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's on Showtime and it's no. so fascinating, but also horrifying what uh, these companies the can get away right? with these hedge funds. I love it. Oh, so fun. I feel like, yeah, there's always jokes, 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 jokes that come out mm -hmm. of that stuff out of the 90s, of the bubbles and things that have happened over the years. But another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Anyways, let's move on. So, Aubrey, what would be the the first imperfect solution? But here is an option. But for better than what for or why, right? <laughs> you can definitely say something like, can you give me more context on, and then you're going to finish the phrase with, you know, lots of different options. Can you give me more context on this decision or yes. on why we're going that route? And then yeah. I think you would need to follow that up with just sharing why you need that context. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. That's important. So I would love to know this because X, Y, Z, just adding that little extra on will probably give your manager a little more energy and it shows that you actually care right? Like, why should they give you the context if you don't appear to care too, right? right? That could be the perspective because managers and bosses are really busy. They're doing a thousand different things. So show that you care and they want to fill you in because they're excited about it too. Exactly, right? right? If you have a whole list of priorities and you're not sure exactly what needs to take, you know, what you need to spend time on first, this might be where you need that context. And you could share that, say, you know, I have several other things that I have a deadline on. So if you can just share with me a little more context, then I'll know what to prioritize. Love it. Okay. That's the first one. So can you give me more context on X? Number two, Aubrey, what is it? Can you fill me in on? Mm -hmm. And so this is just a more polite way of saying, can you tell me? Can you tell me? Can you share with me? Like, for example, example, can you fill me in on the big picture for this project? Mm -hmm. Or can you fill me in on the details for this decision? You're just, in the end, we're just asking for the big picture, for the context. Uh, These are all different ways to say that. (laughs) Exactly, right? It's just, um, it's so interesting to think about how, how what a better tone this is than saying what for or why or something that just is not professional at all. Instead, we're reframing it in a way to share why we need to know and why it will make us better at the task if we have all those details. I love the term reframing it, right? Our listeners Mm -hmm. know how important tone is, but I think this is one of the things that you guys struggle with is making sure it's the right tone. Right. Absolutely. Um, Right tone and the right vocabulary because a lot of you no matter what tone you say why and what for (laughs) in, it's still going to be incorrect because it's just not the right phrase. It's not the right words, right? And so once you have these better phrases, then then we start thinking about tone. Like, okay, I'm saying this in a very professional, respectful tone. I love it. Number three, here's another one, right? So what is our thinking behind X, okay? What we like about this is that is the choice of the pronoun, our. We're going to our. So if I'm a manager and we assign it to I assign a task to someone and they come back and they use what is our thinking, it just really points to the fact that we're a team and we're all part of this team. It just instead of what is your thinking behind X is what I'm trying to highlight here, Aubrey. Yes. Oh, I agree so much. I think if you use that word our, you're automatically giving um, the person you're asking that respect of saying like, I feel like a part of this team. I do feel mm-hmm. like a part of the decision-making process. And yes. I just need to know the reasoning behind, right? So you could say, what is our thinking behind approving the proposal, for yeah. example? And there's some interesting cultural things here too, right? If I, if I imagine um, places I've lived and worked like Japan, I would venture to a guess that if you directly translated something like this, there would be the use of our the collective experience, because I think there's much more of a sense of 
just the group decisions in certain cultures. This is probably a broad stereotype here, but from what I've seen, right? Instead mm -hmm. of the tendency to say, why did you decide on that? But maybe our listeners can tell us on YouTube, you know, is that your experience? This kind of question in Japanese, what would be a direct translation? So we want to be aware of our culture, Absolutely. what's coming out of our culture. So we're not always directly translating if it's the opposite in your home culture. That's such a good point. Yes, it, this is cultural. It is going to. And even within your business culture, if you aren't part of the team, you know, feeling like you're part of a decision maker, and then you ask someone this, right? And if, you know, let's say they assign you something, you're like, mm, what is our thinking about that? They might see that as an accusation because they know mm -hmm. they haven't included you on the thinking. They haven't included you in the decision making. Mm -hmm. And so this comes back to what you were saying, Lindsay. At that point, it's like, do you feel like a valued member of the team? Something might yes. need to change there. Yes, I love it. There's a lot to look at here, guys. Yeah. A lot to look at uh, company culture, country culture industry culture. These are all things to think about, but these phrases will not fail you in the way that what for or why definitely will. Let's say that much, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Role play. So here we are discussing decisions that were made recently at work. Okay. So did we make these decisions, Aubrey, or did someone else make these decisions just for context? Let's see. It looks like I am the decision maker Okay. and you're Got asking it. me about it. So we'll see how right, this goes. I'll start yes. us out. We are sticking with ultra again this year. Okay, good to know. What is our thinking behind going that route? They changed a few processes that we weren't happy with and have assured us things will be different moving forward. That's fantastic news. I think that'll really make a difference. I heard you chose a team lead. Very exciting. Yes, I selected Brian Ortiz. Awesome. I don't know him well. Can you fill me in on the details for how you decided? Nice. Hey, I like this. I like this. So we've used a few things here. Um, first, you said we're sticking with Ultra, which is some kind of software or something. And I said, what's our thinking behind going that route? It's yes. a little wordy, but sometimes words are good. <laughs> it's true. You need more words here, right? Because yeah. anything, if you just say like, oh, you know, why did you choose that? Or <laughs> can yeah, you let me know of. why you made that decision, right? There are so many things that just depending on the words you use can really feel, can just really share the wrong message, can feel either accusatory or make it sound like you feel like you weren't part of the decision when you should have been. Whereas this phrase, what is our thinking behind that route, doesn't. It feels collaborative. Mm, sometimes we can really use words to soften things, like more words or just ways of extending a sentence right. strategically to soften the blow of what we're about to say, of what we've said. Yeah? Exactly. Yeah. What and else? then I said at the end here, can you fill me in on the details for how you decided? And that works, right? Instead of just, oh, why'd you, why'd you choose yeah. him? <laughs> well, I like this. This feels, does not feel threatening on either side mm -hmm. to me, right? And, and if we had been using why or what for, it totally would. I mean, absolutely. A whole, an entirely different message would be shared, which is interesting because the message is still just why. <laughs> yeah, but with and, the words we use, there's so much implied meaning. So good. So Aubrey, should we invite our listeners on over to YouTube? Because we're going to be there. Oh, actually, this episode is not going to be on YouTube. <laughs> oh, so we can't so have guys, you share on YouTube. Maybe, maybe we'll do a special social update or something. We have not launched I our Business English idea. YouTube channel yet, but we will soon, Aubrey. We are on the path to it, hopefully. Yes, keep an eye out for that, guys. We eventually yes. want to have these Business English podcasts on YouTube as well. But I love the idea of a social media post. I will plan on okay. posting the same Thank day you. that this is Wonderful. published. 
and you guys can comment on social media. So when we do a social media post, you can find it pretty much anywhere you find your social media, guys. It'll be on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, YouTube shorts. So it'll be there as well. And what we want to ask, what we want to know is, do you know of other ways to ask why? Other phrases. We've shared three here, but I have a feeling there are some that you have come up with at work that you really love, that you feel like are not, you know, that are respectful and a professional, we would love for you to share those with us. I love that. Perfect. So we'll be on social with this question and, you know, go find us on social, any social that you choose. And Aubrey, any final takeaway for our listeners today? Where should we, what's the, what's the most important point today? Yes. I mean, you guys don't want to be afraid of asking why at work. And some of you may be, you may be listening to this and thinking, I wouldn't say why or what for, but I also wouldn't say any of these others. Like I just would never ask for the context, for the details. And if so, you may want to be looking at your company culture. Could you, could you have a conversation with someone about being more in the loop, more part of the team? Because it's not just about the language. It's also about feeling successful at work. Yeah. You deserve to work in a place where your voice matters, you know, um, where you're contributing. I think we all want meaning in our careers, right? That is so important. And so if you feel like you're not getting that sense of meaning in what you're doing, question that, you know, talk to your coworkers, maybe look around for other opportunities, right? We need that sense of meaning and that we're making a difference together in a way. So yes, and it might not be as drastic as having to leave. It might just be a conversation with superiors who don't realize that you want to be you know, that you maybe want to have more say that maybe you want to feel like more part of a team because we have to recognize everyone's busy and they might not be thinking about what you need or, or how you work and how, like they maybe haven't thought about your strengths and they should, you should let them know. Totally. I agree with that. I think that's a good take. I think especially again, don't have a ton of experience in the corporate world, but I'm guessing, especially middle managers, people kind of in the middle who are maybe they're your manager, but then they have a manager, maybe they have a manager and a boss and a boss and a boss. That's a tough place to be, right? So they're meeting someone else's kind of assignments and then they're assigning you. So they have to be a leader as well as working on tasks that they've been assigned. So they they especially might be really, really scattered and busy. And if you don't speak up, they won't know that you're struggling with this. Yes, absolutely. Right. Let them know. Ask for that conversation. It might really improve your situation at work. It couldn't hurt. I love it. This is a great episode, Aubrey. I think it's been great. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. Thanks, Lindsay. (laughs) I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.